I'm looking through you. Take one. Okay. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Mixology, the podcast where we discuss, discover, and dissect mono and stereo differences on classic albums from the 60s. And today, we're taking a look at the second album released by the Beatles in 1965 to continue our look at that year from the group, and that is, of course, Rubber Soul. Now, listeners of the show may be thinking right now, hang on, didn't you already cover Rubber Soul as the very first episode on the podcast? And that is very true. However, one listen to that show, which clocks in at only 11 minutes in length, clearly shows how I need to reapproach the album. First of all, at the time, I hadn't truly dug into the way I'd work with Mixology, and I'd been going off notes I found online and some gentle listening history, rather than the deep dive that I take now, comparing all the mixes second by second, flipping through them. And this leads to a few extra little bits and pieces that I can throw in for you today, as well as overall track by track dissection. I actually skipped over tracks previously because I thought the mixes were too close, but now there's overall sounds in the mix that I feel really do benefit from flicking between the mixes. I also wanted to include the 1987 remix here today, as this is the version available for streaming, CD and vinyl today, and as such it makes sense to bring in the currently commercially available version of the album, as the stereo mix that was released in 1965 today can only be found on the CD version of the Beatles in Mono box set, along with the mono mix which we'll also be looking at today of course. So it makes sense to compare these other mixes to the currently imprinted one to see which one you should be going with and if you should seek out these harder to find versions. We'll also of course be bringing in some American mixes as I did before including two stereo mixes, one unique mono mix I overlooked last time and also taking a brief look at the original US stereo echo enhanced mixed which I believe comes from the west coast of the United States and also a few other pressings as well. Though we'll be dusting this in on two separate tracks just as a gentle as a highlight as it's not technically a unique mix, rather a US dexterization that is not essential but a nice little bonus to have in our little catalogue. With that out of the way though, of course, Rubber Soul is such a classic album. Released in December of 1965, just in time for the Christmas market, it was a huge seller at the time and remains one to this day. It's, I believe, my personal favourite Beatles album, which is always a hard thing to pick out, and there's a lot here going for it. One thing that does let it down though is the stereo mix in all versions. Unfortunately, in 1965, or this later period at least, Abbey Road, well, EMI, were focusing on the idea that maybe mono records would be redundant and thus stereo records need to be mixed with the idea that folding them down to mono would work. If one has any center channel information in a mix, if you fold this down to mono, this center channel is then increased by three decibels. To many record labels folding things down for mono, this didn't matter, but for EMI they wanted an accurately balanced stereo mix and panning all the information to the left and right channels exclusively resulted in this idea. And it does work fold down to mono, but as a stereo mix it's highly unsatisfying, with the vocals usually always panned off over into the right hand channel, and sometimes separate between the two, creating a slightly better balance but not an ideal one. 
The 1987 generally mirrors this, but with a few attempts to rectify it throughout, and certainly this gives it a slightly less aggressive flavour to the ears, and does in a way round out the slightly harsher frequencies as well, but is also at detriment due to the production choices in 1987, including the digital reverb used at the time. With all that out of the way though, let's move into track 1, Drive My Car. Now the first thing I want to note is that the US mono mix this track has found opening up the Yesterday and Today album is actually a fold down and not the true mono mix, identifiable by the use of cowbell throughout the track, which we'll pick out in just a tick. So if you're looking for the mono mix over in the States, don't bother with Yesterday and Today and simply import a UK copy instead. I say simply, it's a bit harder to do than that, but keep that in mind of course. Now. As a whole, the cowbell is mixed lower in the mono compared with both stereos, often being essentially inaudible in the mix. The 1987 stereo mix as well moves the lead vocal from the far right to somewhere between the centre and the right hand channel and adds a heavy reverb to this, while both 1965 mixes have this bone dry way off in the right hand channel. The left hand channel rhythm in the stereo mix is also moved slightly inwards on the 1987. Let's get a feel for these mixes in totality now, starting with the mono, moving to the stereo and into the remix. Into stereo. One minute 24 in stereo, the cowbell drops out for two beats, but not in the 1987. This is a bit strange, but still, that's how it is. Let's hear it first in stereo, and then again in the 1987. Baby, you can drive my car. Yes, and again in the remix. Baby, you can drive my car. Yes, I'm and at the end of the track, the 1987 fades the soonest, followed up by the stereo and then the mono, but only just. As a result, we'll play the 1987 flowing into the mono. Mono. Now, track two on the album, Norwegian Wood, in brackets, This Bird Has Flown, overall is pretty close between the mixes. The 1987 remix remains very close to the stereo as well, only seemingly adding stereo reverb to the acoustic guitar, which is very evident in the intro, and the right-hand channel has maybe moved in about 5%. What we'll do is play the intro of the track, first in stereo, then again in the remix, and then we'll compare the body of the track, moving into the mono, into the stereo and into the remix. So, intro in stereo first. And again in the remix. Now let's compare the body, starting with the mono. I 
Into stereo. She's shown me heaven, isn't it good? Norwegian wood. Into the remix. She asked me to stay and she told me to sit anywhere. Now, after the line, and she told me to sit anywhere, there are two coughs in the mono mix, while both stereo mixes seem to have muted this track. Let's hear this first in mono with the two coughs, and then again in stereo with the coughs absent. And again in stereo. It's worth noting before we move on that on the Love Songs compilation from the 70s, the stereo mix of this is actually narrowed, especially the lead vocal channel. This gives it a more natural sounding mix, but one that doesn't offer up the usual separation afforded by these 60s stereo mixes. But as it's just a narrowed stereo mix, we won't be hearing it right now. Moving along, track 3, You Won't See Me, has all three mixes being very close sonically, but I feel that the organ overdub before the fade dominates a bit more in stereo, and we'll get to that in just a tick. However, the 1987 does move one of Paul's lead vocal doubles into the right-centred area, and one of the harmony tracks to the left-centred area, and this does include the hi-hat overdub doing the which gives it a fuller field across the whole idea. What we'll do is start with the mono, move into the stereo, and into the 1987. When I call you up, your into stereo. Into the remix. That was so hard to find And I will lose my mind If you won't see me As I mentioned, that organ overdub does stick out a little more at the end in stereo. Let's hear it first in mono and then again in stereo. I just can't go on If you Again in stereo. Girl, since you And at the end, the 1987 does seem to fade the earliest, followed by the stereo and then the mono. We'll start naturally with the remix. Stereo. Mono. Track 4 on the album, the classic Nowhere Man, a track that was actually released as a single in America and included on the next album, Yesterday and Today, is overall very close between its mono and stereo mixes in the idea of balance. However, the 1987 has the rhythm track at left centre and only the lead guitar at the far left. 
This lead guitar channel does move over to the right hand channel for the solo in both stereo mixes, so that's at least something consistent. The 1987 does have John's lead vocal at the right centre and his second vocal with the others is at the far right, giving it again a slightly more even feel, though one that's not wholly satisfying. It also adds a little stereo reverb to the lead vocal, which is very evident in the intro, though present throughout. Let's compare that reverb first. We'll start with the original stereo mix and then again in the remix, just for the intro. He's a real nowhere man Sitting in his nowhere land And again in the remix. He's a real nowhere man Sitting in his nowhere land And now let's look a bit more at the body of the track. We'll start with the mono, move into the stereo and into the remix. Doesn't have a point of view Knows not where he's going to Into stereo Isn't he a bit like you To the remix. Now in the original stereo mix there does appear to be some slight glitching going on in the left hand channel as there's a couple of moments where the vocals do kind of glitch about a bit in the channel where they're not usually present. Let's hear a section of that now although it does appear a couple of times throughout the track. I've of course isolated just the left hand channel for you. Track 5 is the first of two George Harrison songs on the album and this is Think For Yourself. Now right at the start the mono mix has a I guess under a second of amp noise just before the track starts which has been chopped off in both stereo mixes. Let's hear that first in mono and then the more abrupt stereo. And again in stereo. Now overall the general sound of the mixes is pretty close mainly due to the fact that the original stereo mix benefits from the fact that George's vocals are separated across the stereo field and while this doesn't blend quite as well as the mono and lacks the extra grit afforded by that mono mix it does create a even sound to the mix unlike the rest of the album which I do enjoy for sure. As I said the mono does get a little grittier especially with that fuzz that's panned over into the right hand channel being moved into the centre and much more up front. We'll start with the mono, move to the stereo, and into the remix. I left you far behind The ruins of the life that you have in mind Into stereo And though you still can see I know your mind's made up You're gonna cause more misery Into the remix what you want to do now at the end of the track we're going to be highlighting the US Echo Enhanced Stereo Mix just to show a clear example of how this does differ on the overall sound. 
The end of this track does stop pretty dead, but in the Echo Enhanced mix, we get a nice Echo Tail at the end, which does kind of take away from that stop dead at the end, but it's a clear example of where it's been used. We'll hear it first in the original stereo mix, and then again in the Echo Enhanced version of the same mix. And again, in the Echo Enhanced. Track 6 is The Word, and once again the mono and stereo mixes are very close. The 1987 here brings the bass on the right hand channel in slightly, and really rounds out the overall sound of that, but overall is very close to the stereo. Interestingly, the USA stereo mix is actually a different and earlier mix of the track, which moves both vocal channels over to the right hand channel and moves the percussion over to the left. The UK stereo mix on the other hand has the percussion over in the right hand channel and separates the two vocal channels into the left and right speakers. We'll start with the mono, move to the US stereo, the UK stereo and finally the remix. Say the Stereo. Into the remix. Now a really interesting one is that the earliest stereo mix that's been used in the USA has John's vocal double tracked in these solo sections. Overall I find this is absolutely fine though it does get a little sloppy on one or two of them and I can see why it was left off. The single track does afford the love message of the track a little more than the gritty double track. Let's compare this in the original stereo mixes just to give a fair example. We'll hear it first in the original stereo and then again in the US stereo. And again in the US stereo. And at the end of the track, the mono fades just a hair longer than the stereo mixes, but the USA stereo overall has a longer fade, in which a final crash can be heard, before the final descending chords we're familiar with through the mixes used on the Beatles rock band. Let's start with the stereo and move into the US stereo. US. Our last track on side one is the beautiful Michelle, and right from the get-go, the mono and stereo mixes have a cough audible in the intro, but the 1987 naturally cleans this up. Let's hear this first in the original stereo, and then again in the remix. And again in the remix.
As to the general overall feel of the mixes, the original mono mix and stereo mixes are quite close in sound, and the 1987 remix brings the drums and lead vocals slightly inwards and brings the drums up in the mix slightly, though this could be due to the EQ choices used. The US mono mix, which is unique compared with the UK version, brings the percussion and rhythm track up in the mix a bit higher, giving it a slightly punchier sound and less of a balladeering one. What we'll do is we'll start with the US mono, as it's likely an earlier mix, move into the UK mono, the original stereo mix, and finally the remix. Stereo. I love you, I love you, I love you. That's all I want to say. Until I find a way into the remix. Say the only words I know that you understand. Now at the end of the track, the stereo mixes and the US mono have the same longer fade, while the UK mono fades far earlier. We'll start with the UK mono and move into the US. US. Flipping the record over, side 2 opens up with Ringo's What Goes On, a track with the unique credit of Lennon, McCartney, Starkey. Now overall, the mono and stereo are very close for the body of the track, and they do have a light dusting of reverb on Ringo's vocal, which is panned over to the left in stereo. This reverb is actually slightly lighter in the 1987 remix by comparison. The 1987 also slightly narrows the mix, moving the instrumental channels in about 20% and the vocal was probably about 5. We'll start with the mono, move to the stereo and into the remix. What goes on in your heart? What goes on in your mind? Into stereo? You are tearing me apart When you treat me so unkind to the remix. What goes on in your mind? The, other day I saw you as the big difference on this track is right at the ending. In both stereo mixes, there is a final lead guitar lick that is then muted in the mono mixes. I'm not entirely sure why this was turned off in the mono mix, though it could be that maybe George thought that was unnecessary, it could maybe be thought that the very end of it doesn't quite have the run that you'd expect there and they couldn't be bothered to overdub it, but either way in mono it's completely absent and it's not an overdub as that guitar track completely disappears in the mono mix at this point. Let's hear it first in stereo and then again in mono where it's sadly missing. And again in mono.
Track two continues on with the fantastic girl. Now here in the original stereo mix, there's a little bit of a kick drum present in the rhythm track before the vocal comes in. But in the remix, this is absent. I believe it's there in the mono, but it could very well be that it's just buried under the vocals as it is very quiet in the stereo as well. We'll hear it first in the stereo and then again in the remix where this is muted. Is there anybody going and again in the remix. Is there anybody going to once again, the mono and stereo mixes are almost identical, but the 1987 by comparison narrows the channel slightly, with the rhythm about left 10, the lead vocal roughly right 20, and the backing vocals far right. It also adds a bit more reverb to the vocals by comparison. We'll start with the mono, move to the stereo, and into the remix. Think of all the times I've tried so hard to leave her She will turn to me and start to cry Into stereo And she promises the earth to me and I believe her After all this time I don't know why Into the remix And at the very end, the fade is just slightly longer in the mono, with the 1987 mix matching this. We'll start with the stereo and move to the mono. Mono. The album moves along now with Paul's rather sloppily produced I'm Looking Through You. Now, before we get into the body of the track itself, the US does have a unique stereo mix. Well, a unique edit of the stereo mix. The overall mix is actually exactly the same as the UK down to the fades, but the introduction of the track has two full starts missing in the UK stereo mix. Let's hear those now, and then I'll play you the very start of the track in the UK stereo, just so you can hear how it jumps straight in by comparison. And again in the UK stereo. continue on with the introduction of the track, the 1987 mutes the ambient noises that can be heard in the introduction. These are buried in mono, but just about there, but they're very clear in the stereo. Let's hear it first in the stereo, and again in the remix. And again in the remix. As for the overall track, the mono and stereo once again very close due to the general dry sound of the album and the 1987 once again narrows things up a tiny bit with the rhythm about left 10 and the vocals split between R10 and R. The overdub channel is over in the right hand channel still. Let's start with the mono, move to the stereo and into the remix. Into stereo. Your voice is soothing, but the words aren't clear. Into the remix. You don't sound different, I've learned the game. I'm looking through you, you're not the same. 
A slightly strange oddity in the remix is that at 1 minute 34, the overdub stabs on the organ or guitar, I'm not entirely sure at this stage, moved to the center channel for just a singular stab. I'm guessing it was a little error in the mix down process. Let's hear that first in the original stereo mix where everything remains far right, and then again in the remix where suddenly it will jump to the center and back again. And again in the remix. And at the very end, we get a much longer fade in mono, while the stereo mixes roughly match each other. We'll start with the stereo and move to the mono. I'm looking through you. Mono. We move on now to In My Life. In the original mono and stereo mixes, there's a general feeling of ambience before the lead vocal comes in, as well as a breath just before it starts. In the stereo remix, however, this has all been muted off as it's obviously in the vocal channel, and that just comes straight in with the lead vocal. Let's hear that first in the original stereo and then again in the cleaned up remix. There are places and again in the remix. Overall, the mono and the stereo mixes are once again very close, including the use of vocal reverb. The 1987, however, really mixes things up slightly here, with the basic idea of the mix being mostly the same as the stereo, but there's a third vocal layer, which you might not actually pick out in the original stereo mix, being present very near the center. It's been thought, at least on the Usenet Guide to Beatles recording variations, that this is an extra channel of vocal reverb, but it isn't. If you listen at the start of the second verse at 50 seconds, you can hear it kick in on the friends and lovers rather than right at the beginning of the track. And also the right hand channel has echo way off in there, meaning that this is not two separate echo channels. The left channel is also a tiny bit narrowed and mixed a little less aggressively when compared with the original stereo mix. What we'll do is start with the mono, move to the stereo and into the remix. There are places I remember all my life, some have changed, into stereo. To the remix. And at the end of the track, there's an extra plink in the decay in the original stereo over in the left hand channel. This is after the first buzz in the guitar. We'll hear it first in mono and again in stereo. In the remix, this has been cleaned up. I love you more. And again, in stereo. I love you more.
As we're on the home stretch of the album now, we get the leftover from the help sessions, Wait. And listening to exclusively the left hand channel, you can clearly hear how this basic track was recorded in those sessions, especially the use of George's volume pedal. Now overall the mixes here are very close, likely again due to this quick rush job to finish it off to fill out the album. Though of course the percussion in the right hand channel has clearly been overdubbed during the Rubber Soul sessions. Again, the 1987 and the stereo are very close, though there's minor narrowing once again in the remix and the main vocal track is moved to about right 10 slash 20. We'll start with the mono, move to the stereo and into the remix. It's been a long time, now I'm coming back home. I've been away now, oh how I've been alone. Into stereo. Wait, If your heart breaks, don't wait, turn me away Into the remix And at the very end, the 1987 has a slightly longer decay We'll start with the stereo and move to the remix I've been alone Remix. George's second track on the album, The Bird's Influence, If I Needed Someone, brings us close to the end now, and here the mono and the stereo mixes are very identical. I folded down the stereo just for a comparison, and also it came out brighter than the mono, likely just due to the nature of folding the track, but overall the balance was very, very close, so not perfectly identical. The 1987 again separates the vocals with one track being roughly right 40, giving it a slightly more natural balance but not a perfect one. We'll start with the mono, move to the stereo and into the remix. Into stereo. If I had some more time to spend, then I guess I'd be with you, my friend. If I needed someone. Into the remix. Had you come some other day, then it might not have been like this. But you see now I'm too much in love. And we come to the end of the proceedings now, with the closing track on the album, Run For Your Life. Now straight away, the intro in the stereo mixes handles the ambience just a little differently. Original stereo mutes the track at first, and then the backing track kind of bleeds in with a heavy echo effect interestingly, and then it fades up with a bit of a washy sound, judging by the bleed, and then compresses right down when the vocal comes in. In the remix, this echoey sound isn't present as the left-hand channel is slightly panned inwards, meaning it does bleed over into the right-hand channel, but bone dry. The fade-up, however, to give it that washy sound between the two is present in both mixes, meaning that George Martin was very intent on matching this up, despite cleaning it up in other tracks on the album, it is a little bit strange. But it's then a little less present under the lead vocal once it enters in, meaning that maybe he was able to mix it out just a little bit more. 
What we'll do is play the start of the track up to the lead vocal coming in, in the original stereo first, and then again in the remix. And really pay attention to that right hand channel, even taking off your left headphone to really focus in on it if you can. And again in the remix. Overall for the body of the track, the stereo mix interestingly, uniquely for this album, adds a stereo reverb to the vocals in the right hand channel over in the left hand channel, giving it a bit more of a full sound but also a very fake one at that. This reverb is still present in the mono mix, maybe a little less so, but the nature of the mono mix makes it harder to truly pick out. In 1987 by comparison, it's bone dry, which gives it weirdly more of a 1965 sound by comparison. What we'll do is we'll start with the mono, move to the stereo, and into the remix. Into stereo. Into the remix. Here's a very interesting one. During the break in the original mixes, there's a thump in what is the right-hand channel in stereo, likely the sound of someone hitting the microphone accidentally, and this then not being muted in either the original mono or stereo mixes, likely due to the rush job needed to be done on the album to get it out in time for the Christmas market. In the 1987, this naturally has been muted. However, on the digital versions I'm using of the mono and stereo mix from the 2009 Beatles in Mono CD box set, this appears to have been somewhat cleaned up. In order to present this to you as it is heard in the original LP, you can either take a little listen to the Capital Albums box sets from the 2000s, or I'm going to be using here, just to highlight the sound of the mix again, the US Echo Enhance mix, which has not been cleaned up in any way compared to the original vinyl LP, making the thump very present and as originally presented. Let's hear it first in the stereo remix and again in the US Echo Enhanced mix. And again in the US Echo Enhanced mix. And just to compare it a tiny bit more, let's hear this US Echo Enhanced mix on the vocals, moving from the Echo Enhanced to the much drier, but still slightly wet, stereo. Baby, I'm determined and I'd rather see you dead. You better run for your life if you can, little girl. Hide your head in the sand. Into stereo. I catch you with another man, that's the end, little girl. And at the very end of the track and the album, the fade-outs end first with the 1987, then the stereo, and then the mono. They're all very tight. What we'll do just to compare this is start with the Acerin and we'll just move into the mono. Mono. 
And with that, we've come to the end of our second and final look at the album Rubber Soul by the Beatles from 1965. This has been very cathartic going back and digging deeper into this album, finding things I missed last time and just covering things once again with a fine tooth comb. I feel very glad to have done this and certainly it feels good to have done this album its true justice. With that in mind, I've really felt that all the mixes have their own benefits. The stereo does benefit from a few bits and pieces, including the ending of what goes on, as well as a interesting ability to play with the stereo field. The mono mix is punchy, tight and well thought out, though the end of what goes on is a bit of a letdown by comparison, and I do like the extra cowbell in the stereo mix of Drive My Car. The 1987 remix does do a little job to bring things to a slightly better balance, moving a few elements slightly in, but the fact that George Martin hasn't simply centralised the vocals is quite disappointing as it would have made everyone incredibly happy indeed. Outside of that though, this is obviously the end of our 1965 Beatles month for January. Of course, if you want to finish off the month in true style, this Sunday over on Mixology on 45 on the Patreon, we'll be taking a look at Day Tripper and We Can Work It Out. The two tracks left off the album in favour of releasing them as a double A-sided single, and they certainly have their fair share of mixes, having original 1965 mono and stereo mixes, with the stereo mixes only being issued in the USA, and then 1966 remixes for the collection of Beatles oldies compilation at the end of 66. So plenty to dig into there, and certainly some interesting differences for sure. Outside of that though, I wanna say a huge thank you to you for taking a listen to the show. As I've gently identified there, if you want to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash back to mono, where are three separate tiers, and if you're a Mixology fan, you'll be interested in mainly the second tier, as that's where Mixology on 45 comes in. Though if you like the back to mono content as well, you'll find something to enjoy in all three tiers. Beyond that, you can also get in contact with me directly at backtomonoradio at gmail.com and I do love hearing from you guys, so please hit me up if you fancy. You can listen to Sister Show Back to Mono over on Mixcloud and, as I say, over at the Patreon for the extended versions of the episodes from as little as £1 a month for those, actually. And you can also hit me up on Instagram at hypnoticfred, where it's best if you want a great little conversation with me. You can find all these down in the show notes below, of course. But outside of that, there's not much else to say, really. I'm planning on taking a look at the second Doors album, Strange Days, next time on the show, as my first episode has become a surprise sleeper hit, suddenly jumping up in downloads recently. So, obviously, it makes sense to follow that up. So keep an eye out for that. And of course, let me know any other ideas you have that I may feel like are good ones in the future. But if you sign up over at the Patreon, at the graduate tier, you can tell me what you want me to do. And of course, I have to oblige. Outside of that though, of course, thank you so, so much for listening, and remember, whoever you are, and wherever you are, have a great, great day.